Ferguson back on, Aiden is decided to take an extended vacation. As long as the players are on vacay, Aiden's on vacay. So we got uh, Fergie helping us out. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Enjoyed uh, the end of the playoffs and, uh, you know. Don't yeah, think. so so we watched we watched the Nuggets. We watched one of the games together. The Nuggets. Which game was it? Game four? Uh, no, it was like game three. Yeah, I think it was game four. Game four. It was game four. Something like it was like a Sunday game, or no, yeah. it was a Friday night game. It was Friday night game, and then they clinched it on I think that Sunday. Anyways, but it's been a while. Um, let's take your input on uh, um, <clears throat> Lakers winning the. <clears throat> <laughs> championship <laughs> you might need some water you got something stuck in your throat buddy i'm just trying to uh, make sure that you notice that i you know my team won <laughs> yes first off you know what uh absolutely a diehard laker fan so congrats to you and your lakers well deserved they were uh let's just put it out there they were the best team out there and deserved to win this year so can't say it was luck or anything they they grinded away and um and won the chip so uh congrats on that uh, the one thing I was going to bring up, so this popped up on uh, Instagram, on ESPN posted it. This was the longest season, basically in all of sports. They started, I have the date, this is the, so they started last season, October 22nd of 2019. The season ended October 11th, 2020. Yeah, that's a trip. Crazy, right? That's a trip. Obviously, you know, with an asterisk by it, they were home with their family, so they weren't grinding it out for the whole 11 and a half month or anything. <laughs> Let's be honest, during that three or four month time off, some of those guys, uh, some of them got in shape, but let's let's call it spade a spade. Some of them uh, came back. I was actually, I was going to say, most of the guys came back even in better shape. Like jo Joker came back in way better shape than he was. And so did your boy, uh, Luca. Who oh, came. yeah. No, there's, there's some guys definitely that put in that time and it showed. Um, but there's some some that weren't so documented that probably needed, you know, a few yeah. weeks to get back up and running, which maybe showed the first few uh, yeah. playing games. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, long season. Yeah, um, so I was gonna. I said it on the last pod, uh, last two pod, or last podcast. Uh, since the Lakers won, anybody that's a Laker fan, I call champ for the next couple of weeks. And uh, now that you're on, when you refer to me, instead of saying my name, just call me champ because you know I, I ride champ. <laughs> I ride with the champs. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a hard pass. Sorry. <laughs> Why are you hating? Why are you trying? You really are an Aiden right now. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, Aiden, you're not forgotten, my man. Okay, when you come back on in a, in a month or so, we're gonna pick oh, up right here. Another like four months. <laughs> He's not watching any sports. He might watch the draft because the Bulls have the fourth pick, but that's all. <laughs> hey, Bulls are winning the championship next year. Bulls are winning the championship for the. 13th place <laughs> placing in the east yeah that playing tournament that they're gonna have in a little bit right um all right so let's get into it so um a lot of things have changed oh actually i do have a question for you before we get into uh, some of the stuff so lakers tied the celtics with 17 championships that includes the five they won before they came over to la do those five count or do they not count in your opinion yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll count him. It's still part of the franchise history. I'll, I'll count it for him. I mean, that's it's still it's still incredible. I mean, seventeen—that's that's ridiculous. And you know, it would have been 
pretty awesome had the Celtics made it to the finals and you had that storyline going also. But uh, no, that's uh, that's neat. I mean, those two teams are definitely on the, I don't say on the rise. The Lakers are always on the rise, but Celtics yeah. could be back there, you know, again, fighting for it. So uh, wouldn't that be pretty pretty awesome if next year they were both yeah. in the finals and competing to see who takes the lead at 18? So yeah. we'll see. Well, that was, I think I, – I don't know if I said to you or who I was on one of the podcasts. I said some some of the legacy that when you become a Laker great, you have to beat the Celtics in one of your championships, right? Magic did it a couple of times. Um, Kobe did it. Shaq didn't, but he didn't – the they were in the finals, just the Boston never competed against them, right? But anytime you play the Celtics in the finals, you have to at least win one championship against them. Yeah, I think it, I mean, it doesn't hurt, obviously, with those two teams in the NBA with so much, uh, with so much history, it obviously adds to it. Now, the fact that LeBron didn't beat them in the championship, let's say they win it again next year, which they're not going to get past the Mavericks, but if they did win it again <laughs> next year, um, you know, and they don't beat the Celtics, I don't think that's going to take anything away from right. what LeBron has done for the for the Lakers or whatever. But yeah, it definitely adds to it. I would say. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So let, now let's get into what we were discussing. Um, so we have a lot of new additions in the coaching uh, profession in NBA. We got what four new hires, uh, five new hires actually. We forgot when we were talking earlier, but so we got Doc Rivers going to the Sixers. Yep. You think good, bad, neutral? You know what? I, th- I think good. Um, I think the Sixers are at a at a point where if they stay with the team they have, minus uh, Ellen Brand, which I think they need to get rid of that, uh, you know, obviously that contractor, not resign him. Um, Wait, Ellen Brand? Uh, sorry, not Ellen Brand. Excuse me. The um, Oh, gosh. Why am I? He's the GM. I'm like, how do you get rid of the No, excuse GM? me. The, the foreman. Why am I drawing a blank right now? Oh, Al Horford. Well, Horford, excuse me. Yes, they're like the same player in my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, they're they're young enough to where I think Doc can truly make an impact on those guys. And uh, yeah, I think it's a good hire for him. I mean, we'll see. That's a hard contract to get off of, though. That's a hard. Al Horford is going to be a. That's going to be one of the like the John Wall contracts. It's going to be pretty difficult to get off that contract. Yeah, def- definitely is. But uh, but I think you know Doc will do all right with a uh, with that younger team. And it all depends. I mean, if they're going to keep that team. Uh, intact. That's the biggest thing this offseason. You know, I I could definitely see one of the the big two Simmons or Embiid getting uh you know getting traded and try to make a splash. You know, Doc's yeah. new in there and you know create something new with that team. So we'll see. It's hard to tell with the roster. We don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah, that's that's the thing with the six. I mean, most of these teams you're not sure about the roster, but that's one team that is a playoff Eastern Conference champ contender, mm-hmm. but. You never know. They might just trade one of the two big guys or, you know, make some crazy move and you wouldn't be surprised. But then you'd also wouldn't kind of you wouldn't not not expect it to happen, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they finished second or third in the East or if they finished out of the playoffs. I mean, they they, truly depends on the the dynamic and and we still don't know what Embiid and Simmons at their at their best consistently will look like so yeah. they completely you know shatter apart and become a rebuilding team again like it, yep. we, we don't know yep and then uh well let's get to the Indiana coach because I don't know how to pronounce his name so I'm going to try it once and just move on it's Nate 
Bjorkren, Bjorkren, whatever. He's he. I butchered the hell out of it. And I feel bad because my last name's really fucked up and people mess it up. And so I tried, I tried, buddy. <laughs> Give it um, an effort. All right. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know anything about him. I don't know how much you know about him, but no, not much. I mean, he's got you know good, uh, you know good credentials with uh, being assistant with the with the Raptors. Um, so got some good championship experience, at least for that for that one year. Um, right. right. You know, they they hired a guy who they think can, uh, you know, can add a nice element to that team. You know, that's another team which we're going to see what happens. Now, Oladipo talks about how he wants to be there and everything, but. Um, I mean, I, you you listen to to Reggie Miller even talking a lot, and very rare that you have a guy that'll stay in a small market like that for his career. Um, and even Oladipo sticking around for an extended period of time, something tells me you know, he he might be on might be on the move yeah. with all these teams adding the big three component, all that. I I could see that. So you know, this I guy could- coming over and being the coach there. Uh, he, he could be in for a rebuilding thing coming pretty soon. Yeah, I I don't I could. Oh, I can see him being traded, and I have a couple of teams that he could be traded to, and we'll get to that later. Hmm. But uh, the next coach to get hired, this was one of the initial ones, was we forgot the Bulls hired uh, Billy Donovan. Hmm. Donovan, all right. He was with the, wasn't he with the Thunder for a while, yeah? Yeah, he was the head coach for, what, five, six years before he came over. Yeah, that's good. Um, Good I think so. I think that's a, he, I think does a good job with young players. And he, I mean, he did a great job with, initially with the young group of guys, and then they all kind of moved on. But I mean, he's I think, no, he's no Thibodeau, right? Right, right. 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 I, I, I lives and dies off Thibodeau. So. Well, hey, I mean, I, I would too. He's a, he's a damn good coach. But uh, no, I think Donovan. That, that's a pretty good hire. They got a lot of good talent. I mean, the Bulls, if they keep, you know, uh, they keep their core intact and get a nice draft pick. Hey, what I didn't say is not wrong. They could be in that mix, you know, next year, in the next two or three years, getting into the top half of the East, I'd at least say. I mean, I don't see them yeah, picking the, the number one seed, but... I mean, the top half, let's just say, based off the squads that are out there right now, you assume Milwaukee's going to be there. You assume Boston's going to be there. Um, I mean, that's it, right? Toronto, you don't know what's going to happen because they have a bunch of older guys. Uh, what about the Heat? You're missing the team that just... Uh, uh, but the Heat, I don't know. I feel like they just got on a nice little stretch. Yeah. I don't know if they – just like this year, they didn't finish in the top four. Right? You know they what? Like, it reminded me, and I hate to say this, but it reminded me of the run that the Mavericks went on, my team, when yeah. they won the championship. They they were clicking. I mean, Dirk was incredible, very similar to what Jimmy Butler kind of did uh, this run. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I hope it's not like a, a one-time thing because I – I love watching them. They they're right. tough. You know everything that a, a basketball you know fan loves to watch. They play team ball and everything. So hopefully it's not a one and done, and they can add this off season a, a nice piece or two and uh, keep it going because they're a fun yeah. team to, to watch for yeah. sure. Uh, and then we got Ty Lue going to the Clippers. Thoughts on that? Man, who knows? I mean, if play out, if, if PG eleven comes back this year, we don't know. <laughs> Oh, you upgraded him back up to 11? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he hasn't been in the news for a while for missing shots. Uh, so, PG-11. But I, I have no idea what that roster is going to look like if they keep some of their second-string guys with Montrez. Um, if they try to do something crazy, I don't think they're going to trade PG for anybody. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, 
not bad. He's got a lot of good, uh, you know, a lot of good experience as an assistant. So, and as a head coach. So, I think he's overrated. I think the championship they won, he basically like uh, took a job or took a team that had already been to the finals the year before. Yeah. Yeah. And they they won. I mean, they won, but Golden State had injury after injury, and there's no excuse. I mean, but LeBron, LeBron won that series, you know. I mean, hey, let's be honest. You could have put you or me as the head coach on there, and we probably would have gotten the Eastern Conference semis at least. Um, Not taking anything away. I mean, hey, he still had to – he had to steer the ship in the right direction to to get it going, so – um, we'll give him credit. He's a NBA championship head coach, but uh, I mean, we'll we'll see. I, I don't know if he's going to demand the respect in the locker room for he's going to get it from Kawhi and PG right now. So that's a, that's a big question mark. I mean, Doc had that respect, and uh, just over the years, maybe his age, uh, you know, had something to do with it. But um, you know, I don't know how that relationship is going to look. And I'll tell you what, if they don't win this year, man, those guys could all be gone, and he could be left with. Uh, you know, Lou Williams, Lou Williams, you know, I mean, so really, I mean, it could be uh, a huge disaster if they don't win it this year, those guys could completely split and go somewhere else and he's there for rebuilding again. So, um, I mean, it's a risk. Well, let me ask you this. So this came up in, um, a thing I was reading. If you to start a franchise right now, would you build your team around which one would you rather? PG or Westbrook? Oh my God. <laughs> I would sell the franchise and <laughs> I, I saw this on something else. If those are my I, two I, options I right now. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I the thing I will say is I think I would go with PG because Westbrook I feel like doesn't well. Yeah, this time. I don't think Westbrook makes this team better. And I think you think PG side of the backboard makes them better? <laughs> well, starting a franchise out of those two, well, Westbrook hits the side of the backboard too more often than PG. I mean, I mean, truthfully though, if you're starting a franchise and one of those two is is your main guy, you better have some side businesses making some money because <laughs> you're not going to be in the playoffs very often, okay? Or you're going to get bounced first round. Yeah, right, right. That's just my uh, opinion. Now, they're that, both incredible players, all that stuff in their own mind. But, yeah, from a team perspective, they're, they're not winning the chip. Yeah, yeah. I just – I think I would take PG because I think he plays both sides of the ball. If nothing else, you're guaranteed both sides. All right. I uh, respect the fact that you're wrong, but that's okay. You, so you take Westbrook? No, I would take neither. I would sell the fact that <laughs> Oh, no, there is no – there's one or the other. I mean, the – the best of the two, I don't know, maybe Westbrook, just from the different dynamic that he can bring, his triple doubles, stuff like that. So maybe him, maybe I can market that. You know, every time he gets a triple double, I get to sell a two yeah, like uh, turnovers now. You know, it's going to be a, a quadruple. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could build that into a marketing thing, you know, sell some right. like, t shirts and hats with a triple double or something like that. He could set a whole new. Record for quadruple doubles for an entire season, and there you go. <laughs> hey, that would put him Hall of Fame for sure. <laughs> okay, uh, and then the last hiring that has happened within last week was the Pelicans uh, got Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's actually a, a great hire for them. Uh, 
a lot of young talent on that roster. He's been around, uh, you know, in the league for a while. He had some really good years in Orlando too with some uh, with some good talent. I believe it was Dwight was there during that time, right? With him, um, yeah, yeah, was yeah. able to remember that awkward conversation where Stan's being interviewed and then talking about Dwight, and then Dwight comes and puts his arm around and is like, "So what you got all talking about?" Yeah, right. I mean, I think he has the ability and the um, the experience um, to push these these young guys to get better. Actually, to coach them up and uh, to get them better to be a team. So Pelicans, my guy, they're yeah, they they're young, just like we're talking about um, uh, the Bulls. They're definitely yeah. a young up and coming team, which are super fun to watch. So, which roster would you rather have? Whew. God, you know what? I'd have to say the Pelicans right now. I think uh, I don't. I don't want to say it's like a, a huge, uh, a huge difference, but with the star power, uh, Zion obviously, and then Ingram. My goodness, what he did this. Well, I was going to say, if nothing else, you have one All Star, young All Star on one, and the uh, Bulls. Don't necessarily have one yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, they'll get there, and uh, they're moving in the right direction. But right now, the Pelicans, for sure, their their top couple are uh, are really dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought, you know, at first I didn't. I thought uh, D'Antoni would have been a great hire for them because he could just kind of run what the, he used to do with Phoenix, right? You have Zion as the Amari, and then you have either Ball or Ingram kind of running the Nash, you know, version of it all. Um, but I don't know where Van, uh, Dan Tony's going to get a job now. He might not be coaching this year. Yeah, you know what? And I'll be honest. Hey, maybe that's the best thing for him, though, too. Let's let's be honest. Right now, I mean, what's available? Um, if he, what if, is available? I, I couldn't think of a team that's not that that doesn't have a coach right now. Yeah, so there, it's not really a smart decision for him to to go somewhere that you know may not have a roster or somewhere that he can have some success. Because then, what happens if he you know goes? 20 and 62 right yeah. and you know that's gonna hurt his chances down the road so i think you know maybe take a year off get in the booth and be an analyst for a year yeah. you know yeah no he he uh and then I after, and then after the clippers, uh you know and then after the clippers depart he comes in and takes the clippers uh, in two years from now actually you know what a good job for him might be is also the uh sacramento kings with Ooh. fox point yeah that might not be a bad one too because yeah. walton uh Unless he keeps it going, you know, I could see him getting ousted in a couple of years. Yeah, ago. I don't. If Walden doesn't do well again this season, I could see him being outed again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So the next thing we got going on since all this stuff, the coaching changes, we didn't even get into the. Well, Houston has a coaching opening and a GM opening um, because they fired D'Antoni and Maury left. So, so, um, so let's get into. All the possibilities, the trades we want to happen, the trades we wish would happen, Man. and some possible realistic trades. Okay. Okay. Uh, how many do you have? How many total options do you have? You know, I got I got a few. I got a few okay. on each. Okay, you one. go first. You go first. All right. So, possible trades. You know, we talk about the big three all the time. You know, I was trying to look at some teams that, uh, you know, have some players that, that might want to be on the move as well. Um, you know, I could actually see DeMar DeRozan be on the move. And and here's here's kind of a wild one. I know it, it matches up with some of the players I got, but how about with Steve Nash and Kyrie and Durant? Okay. Who would they get? Who would they trade though? Who would they give up? 
don't know. Um, you know, I think I think at this point in time, the Spurs do see themselves in a rebuilding, uh, uh, rebuilding mode for for sure. So uh, you know, I could totally see them trying to get uh, you know a couple draft picks. Um, you know, maybe one of their other shooters or something like that. So I could see them really starting to stockpile some draft picks for the future and let them go. Since I don't think, because how many more years does uh, DeMar have in his contract? DeMar, I think he's a free agent after this season. Then, I mean, now is definitely the time to do it because he's expressed his dissatisfaction, hasn't been, uh, you know, all about staying in San Antonio. So uh, yeah. I definitely would do that right now and at least try to get something back in return. Since they're uh, look, at, they're not sniffing the playoffs or making a deep run at all. They may be an eight seed. They're fighting for it, right? That's, so he has one year left, and then he's a free agent. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's free. so, so the, do it now. So you, they would have to throw in Allen for yeah, him. I would think so. <clears throat> and then you would throw in maybe a draft pick, um, but I don't. Is that one you wish would happen, or you think it might be a possibility? No, no, no. I th- I think that's a possibility. I mean, I don't wish that to happen. I, I'm not a huge Nets fan or anything, so not like I'm wishing for them to do great things. Right, but, uh, right, um, right. I I think that's a possibility. I was looking around at the teams and the the players that might be on the move, and you know, okay. I see it. I wouldn't be shocked if it happened to make that big okay. three. Okay. Well, I got one for you. All right. This is <laughs> this is something you I feel like would pray for. If Giannis goes and says, hey, I'm not signing, uh, here are a couple of options. And Dallas, you know, pulls up there and says, hey, here's Porzingis and three fucking draft picks, three first-round draft picks, whatever they are for Giannis. Would you do it? Absolutely. If you're you're the Mavericks, are you saying would you do it? But you don't know if he's going to re-sign. Well, I mean, here's the thing. You're, you're gonna have, so Cuban's yeah. going to have a serious discussion with him, right, right, before making that decision, whether you call it colluding or not. I mean, well, let me ask you this. Okay, so say he comes to the Dallas. Yeah. For two years, you win one championship and you lose, you lost three first round draft picks and Porzingis. Is it worth it for you for five years? Absolutely. Ten years? Absolutely. I wouldn't, I would pull the, like, that's the thing that I don't understand why some of these. Like, for example, if the Lakers, if uh, Anthony Davis leaves, we want a championship. Look, we might win one more, and then he leaves. Like, a lot of these teams make the, the GMs make a decision for five years down the line. You may not even have a fucking job in five years. You oh, know? yeah. And, and here's the thing is, you know, some of them are, are trying to just make decisions that are going to make their team you know, consistently relevant for the next 10 right. years where they're maybe right. in the playoffs, five, six seed, reach the first round, get bounced. Okay, that was a good season. But there's others that, I mean, successful ones that, that truly want to win a championship and aren't just about, you know, having their team, you know, mentioned in the playoffs. They want to make that splash. And I guarantee Cuban is one where if he could say, come play with us for two years and we get one chip out of it. And then after that, we got to rebuild again. He's fine with that because you know what's going to happen is he's going to he's going to turn into if they win a championship and Luca signs a extended deal and stays there just like Dirk did, they're yeah. going to get some more free agents over the next ten yeah. years to, that would replace Giannis. My opinion. I know I completely agree, that, and that's like for example, I just read something where Indiana. I didn't even realize this. Indiana's been in the playoff like 
18 of the last like 22 years. It's wild. Think about that shit. Like they were basically as consistent as the Spurs, except the Spurs kept winning championships. They made it to the finals, what, once? Yeah. And they didn't win it. And that was about it. You know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, do you want to be that team or do you want to be, hey, the Dallas Mavericks won one championship in 20 years? You good with that? I think most teams would take that. Yeah. No, it's a, yeah, you're, you go for the, you go for the championship now. You, and that's my, that's my thought. And yeah. that adds to the legacy of, um, you know, of your franchise. Yeah. It's like Daryl Morey, like as money crazy trades that he did, he was always trying to make that team better. Always saw like, hey, CP3 and Harden and Rook, all right, let's bring another uh, Hall of Famer all-star in Westbrook, and let's see we, if we can make this happen. And if not this, you know, he brought Yao and Tracy McGrady, and he was doing all these trades, but, like, consistently, because he was like, hey, we can't just be mediocre. We got to be pushing it. We got to be in the conversation of a championship or a, an elite-level Western Conference team, you know? Yeah. So he was doing his thing. So I thought that was – I think that would be – if you pair Giannis and Luka – you would be basically Lakers and Dallas for the next three years consistently Western Conference Finals. There'd be no other teams. I would think so because if you had those two, um, there's going to be some free agents that are just going to want to go there and play, mm-hmm. just like they want to do, and they want to, you know, be on LeBron's team or they want to add to, you know, yeah, you get a lot of the team uh, that you have right now would be perfect for Giannis yeah. and Luka. Yeah. You have some guys that can shoot the ball, that can slash, that can play D on both ends, and you basically set up your defense around Giannis. Like you just push everybody towards Giannis, and Giannis blocks the shit out of them and affects their shots. You know? Yeah. No, I it, trust me. Gosh, what you what you said there, that would be insanely <laughs> awesome. So I'm a little pissed off at you for actually putting that in my head right now. So <laughs> thanks a lot. You're you're an asshole for doing that. Wait, because I'm hoping for success down that. No, you're hoping for something that will not happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, oh, okay. Your turn. Um, next one, you know that I, I would, I would like to see this actually is uh, so Fred Van Vliet. Okay. Um, you know, I think at this point in time, I mean, hey, he was there, won a chip. Um, it's time for him to to get paid and get to a team, maybe, uh, maybe in this area. <laughs> okay. I could totally see him getting picked up by the Miami Heat because Dragic is gonna be on the move. You think so? So you think Dragic is moving? I, I think I think he would. I think his postseason right now, um, this gives him that bargaining power. He had a really good, in my opinion, he had a really good postseason. And right. no, really played out. And unless so it's all gonna depend. If Miami's going to come to the table and say, you know, l- let's do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay you X, and he's okay with that. Um, then, then sure, he'll stick around uh, for for the money. But uh, if they're not willing to to pay him what he thinks he he earned this off season, I could see him being on the move to try to make another splash uh, contract before you know well, overtime. Do you think Van Pleet is going to get? I have no idea. I mean, he it, it's incredible. A couple years in the league. What he has done, um, the ice water in his veins, that guy takes some huge shots and is uh, pretty damn solid at him too. So, um, I mean, he's going to get paid a heck of a lot, whatever it is. Uh, right. I, I don't know. Something about it, I could totally see that happening. If, if Dragic is on the move, 
I can see them filling the void. He's a tough-nosed guy, um, you know, good defender, you know, solid off on the ball as well. And uh, I can see him fitting in with that uh, kind of dog mentality that Miami brought this playoffs. Um, the only thing that I think you'll be surprised is that he's going to probably get somewhere in the range of like $15 million and up. Okay, what would uh, Dragic be getting? I think his. I think he's right around that number too. Let me see. I'm just pulling it up right now. Uh, well, if Dragic got on the move, would you think that'd be a good replacement that could step right in? I, I think. I like. I like. He's much more feisty on defense than uh, Fred, and he's bigger than Fred. Fred's pretty small. Like you know, he's what maybe six feet. Yeah, and yeah. Dragic is what six one, six two, somewhere in that range. I mean, yeah, that no, Dragic, he's he's great. I I really enjoy watching him play. He's man, he's so crafty with the ball around the rim too, finishing. I'm just saying, yeah. if he does leave, that's this is all if. Yeah, yeah, leave, yeah. I so can see that being the destination where they they pick him up and say, "Let's go get him." He'd be a nice fit. So he just made 19 million this year. He's probably gonna maybe. Uh, he's what? How old is he? He's. I think he's early 30s, right? So he's been around for a while. So um, I think he'll probably get somewhere. It, it, there's also a really small market right now for yeah. free agents. So yeah. he's probably going to make somewhere in the 15. They, they'll probably be equivalent in price range. So Yeah, I think, um, that, I think that'd be good. I love, uh, you know, uh, Fred's shooting. I mean, he's re- he's really starting to come in his own on, uh, on a shot, taking some big shots. So yeah. you surround yeah. Butler with another shooter as if they need yeah. it with Robinson, for God's sakes. Yeah. Robinson and what's the name? What's the other guy's name? Hero. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the yeah, you're right. You're, that's actually that'd be interesting. I wonder if they would. Um, I mean, you never know what Pat Riley's going to do. So he, you never, he might, he might pull the trigger. Right. Um, all right. So I got this is the trade. So okay, you, I, you're pretty consistent with listening to our podcast. So yeah. beginning of the season, I said that Cat, uh, uh, D'Lo, and Booker will be on the same team. Beginning of this coming season, okay? Mm-hmm. One of them's already made the move to uh, Minnesota. I think there's going to be, well, there's going to be, a, I think, a three-team trade where it's going to involve the Suns, the Wolves, and Utah. Mm. Okay? So, Wolves have the first pick, right? Yep. They have the one pick. They don't need any more fucking young kids. They have, they're basically, they're, they're what, the oldest guy is Cat, and he's, what, 24, if yeah. not? Agreed. So... You trade that, you give the number one, and Gobert goes to the Suns. Okay. Okay. Wolves get Booker. Utah gets the Suns' 10th pick. Wolves' Golden State pick for next year. If it's a top five pick, they retain it. So it would go to Utah. Um, and like whatever other pieces to match the salaries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But basically, Wolves would have Cat, D'Lo, Booker, and just ball out. I think that'd be a lot of fun to watch. That would be a lot of fun to watch. Now, I'll, I'll poke a little bit of hole in your theory here. Uh-huh. The Suns, in my opinion, would be getting the the worst out of that deal for sure. You think so? You don't think Gobert and the first pick is the soft? And like you throw him whatever else, whatever else, you know. No, I'm saying because you got Gobert and Aiton basically playing the exact same position. 
And yeah, here's, here's the thing with Gobert, well, you can trade them on. Yeah, no, you. I mean, you can you can obviously trade and do all that, but with two big men in the league right now, with the league changing so much, you know that that might work back in the day if they're having to face uh, right. uh, yeah. Robinson and, and Duncan, right? And some okay. What about guys. what about instead of um, Gobert, you throw in um, Mike Conley, the first pick in Mike Conley. So they would get the first pick. You're saying. Yeah, they would get the number one pick in this draft. What is what is Utah getting out of this again? The tenth pick this draft, and then the Wolves, uh, basically a top five pick next year. I I don't like the Connolly one personally. Okay. Uh, you know, just just my opinion. I think he, you know, he was kind of a kind of a stat stuffer. I've never been a huge fan of his. Uh, when really? He, when he was with Memphis, no, I, I just I, I wasn't a huge fan of his. I think he, you know, a solid player. Don't get me wrong, but when they made him, wasn't at one point in time he was like the highest paid player in for the like league? one minute because it was like you know when they upped the salary. Yeah, cap, yeah, yeah. He was the first one to sign. So I thought that was absolutely insane. The fact that they would pay him, um, pay him that money. Right? Just my opinion. Million. So, so yeah. I, I think that would be a win for. Uh, for Utah, if they were able to get rid of him and get something <laughs> like that back, uh, I thought I didn't think that was a tremendous uh, sign in the offseason. Um, okay. for Utah. Well, I, I just want Booker to uh, get the trifecta so I can just stick to Iden that uh, I called. So, any way possible, you just want that to happen, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, all right, okay, let's get to the game. All right, we got games coming up, people. Uh, what game do you got? All right, so I have. Um, a little career salary game. You read my fucking mind. I did the same thing. <laughs> okay, well then I have another one also. No, where... no, no. Your version of a, a salary game because mine might be different. The game might be different, and the players are obviously going to be different. So that's uh, fine. It may not be different, but we're going to see. Promise you'll be different. All right. Well. well, so I have the. You know, I have. We could go up to the top twenty-five away, but I have the top. Uh, let's say the top fifteen. Okay. An NBA career salary. Okay. So I don't think you'll be able to get 12 out of the 15. Okay. So these are current and past. This is career. Career. Okay. So um, I'm guaranteeing KG's up there. Okay. Kevin Garnett? Yeah. Number yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> What's he got? Like 400 million or something uh, like that? He's got $334 million. Yeah. Okay, uh, Shaq is for sure up there because he was making 120 million in the 90s. Yep, he is a uh, number three on the list, 286. Okay, um, I'm gonna say what were we doing? Top 15? Or yeah, top but, 10? Uh, top top okay. 10, top 15. See if see how many you can get in there. Uh let's see. Uh, Kobe. Yep, uh, he's uh, number two, 323. Oh, LeBron's got to be in there. Uh, yes, I was going to say. How could you forget? Number four, LeBron. Okay. Um, Dirk. Dirk is number five. Man, you saw this list earlier. No, no, no. no, no. Like you I'm just thinking of the guys that have played the long, so long, right? So anybody that's got like 20 fucking years and their star, you're going to have that much money. Hey, just like Aiden says, you're probably looking at your computer right now staring at it. Aiden, I got your back. I see him cheating. I know what you have to go through every time you're on this podcast right now. You're looking at what I'm looking at. Yeah, exactly. Um, Aiden, if you're listening, man, I got your back. Uh, let's see. Um, 
Paul Pierce? Uh, Paul Pierce is on the list at number 15. Yeah, with $195 million. Oh, God. I can't. He's one man I can't stand. Um, Reggie Miller played a long time, but he wasn't he was making big... Oh, let's go. Tim Duncan? Um, Tim Duncan is on the list. Yes, that's number six at $240 million. He's number six. Yep. You know, all those times you thought he took a pay cut. Motherfucker didn't take much of a pay cut. Wait, <laughs> like 20 years, man. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Um, uh, who else has been in the league a really long time? Um, CP? Uh, CP number nine. Yes. You only have three more to go and you'll get the top 10. Ray Allen? Uh, Ray Ray is not on the list. He is actually not top 15. He's number 19. Okay, okay, okay. Um, one. Who played a long time in the league? Uh, yeah, but he didn't make a lot. See, I want to say Vince, but Vince, last handful of years, wasn't making big money. Are you sure? Last, uh, that's yeah. my pick. That's not my pick. Um, okay. Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady. No. Sorry. No. Strike okay. two. Okay. 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 Um. That was three. Or was that strike three? That was your two strikes. You got one more. Um. Who else played a long time in the league? Derek. Um, just retired. Amari? Um, Amari Stoudemire, um, is not on the top 15 list. Okay. 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 Yeah. You, the only ones you're missing is, uh, Mello, number seven. Oh, okay. okay. You got, uh, Dwight Howard, number eight. Ah, that's And right. then, uh, Pau Gasol, number 10. Okay. 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 Pretty okay. good. Pretty good. Okay. So mine is kind of similar to you, but I'm going to give you... A salary. Okay. And I'm going to give you two players. You tell me who made that salary. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So, Baron Davis, AI, $147 million. Whew. Um, $147, I'm going to say... You know, I'm going to say Baron Davis. Yeah, yeah. Do you think AI made more or less? Uh, I actually think he he made less because I think Baron Davis was a wasn't he maybe a few years after he was so contracts a little. AI made more. AI made seven million more. Did really? Okay, so pretty close. All right. Yeah, pretty close. Okay. Um, Next one, Tyson Chandler. And Alonzo Mourning, $187 million. Woo! $187 fucking million. Alonzo Mourning and Tyson Chandler? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Tyson Chandler. I'm going to say similar reason. The... I think you see the, you've seen these numbers, but I, how would I remember 187 million for Tyson Chandler? I fucking lost my mind when I saw 100. 
and eighty-seven fucking million dollars for gotta, Tyson. I, yeah, but you got to remember. I mean, that's when the the salaries are going up. He was the number one oh, pick. I, the couple, I know he got a couple of really big deals, which you know didn't really pan out for the teams. But uh, yeah, and he's still on in the, in the NBA. Yeah, it's crazy. Jesus. And okay. still earning. Okay, nuts. Uh, that one blew my mind. Um, that one really fucking that like pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, I had. Well, you already saw the. Okay, so here we go. J Kid. Okay. And Steve Nash. Oh my boy. One forty four. I mean, kids started what ninety three. Nash came in ninety six. Um, or maybe it was ninety that kid came in. What was the amount? One forty four. One forty four. Right there, kid. I'm gonna go Steve Nash. You're right. Steve Nash yeah. only one. How much did kid make? One eighty two. Jeez, let me just let me just clarify wow, the difference on that. Oh, let me wow. clarify why I was so fucking pissed. <laughs> J Kid, Tracy McGrady, AI, Baron Davis, Nash, Alonzo Mourning, Amari Stoudemire, Vince Carter, Mark Gasol, all made less than Tyson fucking Chandler. <laughs> yeah, that, you know what? That makes you mad. Imagine how it makes those guys feel. Dude, I want whoever his fucking agent is yeah. needs a fucking be in the Hall of Fame for just getting this motherfucker 187 million. Hey man, you you need to make you need to make a call and sign that guy as your agent. That's all I gotta say. I, dude, if you can get me just the you know it's like one point, it's 187 point blah blah. I'll just take the point whatever else is on there. Yes, yes. Okay, that's, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That was that blew my mind. Well, thank you for joining. Um, Absolutely, that was good fun. Uh, we we're gonna try to get Chris on more often since uh, Aiden's on a hiatus. We're gonna see if we can sneak him away from his family and his uh, other obligations. So I appreciate you joining. And uh, what's my name for this episode? Uh, not a chance. Hard pass <laughs> on that, champ. Hard pass. <laughs> well, if you know Chris is wrong, just like Aiden's always wrong, let us know. And if you know he needs to call me the champ from right now on. For him to get on the pod, he has to call me the champ next time. So there we go. Not going to happen, my friend, but uh, thanks for having me on. All right. See you later, bud. Talk Peace. To you later. Bye.